This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear on our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talking text line. Jeff Nowak, who's covering the Senior Bowl at Mobile. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, uh, Jeff, um, a couple of the, the bigger linemen getting some notice, certainly Dewan Jones from Ohio State. Yep. Uh, everybody talked about Paris Johnson, you know, and Paris is a good player, and he may end up being the first uh, offensive lineman selected. But uh, I think uh, Mr. Jones has made him some money uh, this week in practice early on for what he's done. And uh, the other guy I think is going to be a really good player, and that's Cody Mark from North Dakota State. Yeah, I mean, Daywon, you know, you talk about big. And you talk about, like, no, like he's big offensive <laughs> lineman. And, I mean, he just puts it at a whole other level. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has the largest wingspan of any lineman that's ever been at the senior bowl. He has a, lo- a larger wingspan than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, think about that. Uh, he's six, eight. And he just like, my only question with him is his feet. When you're that big, can you be mobile enough? Um, but yeah, he's, he's a guy who I think is going to be playing on Sundays for a while. Um, my thing with know, him, we, Jeff is, um, can he bend his knees? Cause he's, right? he's a bit of a waist bender. And and I would like to see him. And when you're that big, it's difficult, uh, you know, to, to because low man's going to win there. But uh, how well he can bend his knees. And I've seen a couple of film of him working out. Uh, he showed better knee bend in Mobile than I've seen him at Ohio State. To be honest with you. Yeah, and whenever you're that big and and you have that much of a physical advantage in college, you have to wonder how that's going to project when you're trying to. You're trying to deal with, you know, elite athletes at every position. Yeah. Um, but he's he's held up he held up well the last two days in practice, so that's a good sign for him, I think. Now, uh, Jeff, uh, what about uh, you know? Obviously, we're going to talk about the LSU and the Tulane. They each had two mm-hmm. representatives there. Uh, but what about other Louisiana ties? Have you noticed anything? Uh, Nebraska receiver Trey Palmer from Kentwood uh, High School. Uh, you know, he's at LSU, then he goes to Nebraska. How about TCU receiver uh, Darius Davis, uh, West Feliciana High School? Uh, looking at that, and then uh, I know one thing, Bob. Both those dudes can run. I, I, <laughs> I mean, uh, flat out run. Uh, how about this guy? Uh, or both y'all can chime in, Jeff, or whatever. And then uh, Dontavian Wicks, Plaquemine High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at Virginia, and then obviously this is Charlie's favorite because he was at UL, Florida offensive lineman Osiris Torrance. From St. Helena Central. Yeah, I told, I told Jeff the story about uh, – I got into a little discussion with somebody from LSU, uh, an assistant coach about Osiris when he was at St. Helena. And uh, LSU didn't recruit him. Uh, he, they went after bigger game. 
And, man, Torrance is end up being could potentially end up being a first-round pick. Well, potentially. And, and, yeah, he's at the senior bowl, and he goes from UL, and, and, and he follows the coach. And follows he goes, Billy Napier, Napier to Florida. And he goes to Florida. Yeah, I got a good look at Osiris today. He he very much looks like a first-round pick. And you can, you can usually identify him when they're doing these kind of drills in the end zone, and it's just one-on-one. And he would not be moved. Like, <laughs> he was just stoning just one rep after another after another. And, you know, you can just see the strength advantage that he has. Um, Dontavian Wicks, I didn't see much of him today, but he definitely popped yesterday. Um, he he was just unguardable. Trey, I think he had a better practice on Tuesday than he did today. I saw him drop a couple balls. And that is something that you have to worry about with Trey. That was always something that held him back at LSU was the hand. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. as you mentioned, yeah, the speed. It's always going to pop. Um, one guy who really, I thought, shined today was Dorian Williams. And the more you watch him, the uh, two-lane linebacker, He's good, the more Jeff. He just, He's the question really good. marks disappear. Yep. Right? You're talking 6-2. You're talking legit speed. You know, they flash up all of these kind of next-gen stats. I think Zebra is doing the player tracking, and they, they break them down by position, and they lump the linebackers and tight ends together. And he put up the fastest speed of any of that group by about a half half a mile per hour. I think he was up near 20 miles per hour they tracked him at. And when I talked to him, I asked him, like, how important do you think that speed is to your game? And, you know, in basically every team interview he's had thus far, that's been something that's been brought up is his speed is, is elite, even among, you know, the top-end prospects in this draft. So he's a guy that I think the more teams get to look at him, the more they'll fall in love with him, and he'll just shoot up the board. And opinion. I think he's a top 100 pick now. I, I really yep. do because he. I think he, he can play inside if you need to. He can play out on the edge, and he's a three-down player. He's gotten better uh, in reverse. Uh, and and that, that always, I think, is a little bit uh, for linebackers today. you, you got to kind of learn how to do it. And I think once he gets it down, he's going to be really good. And I don't have to take him off the field. And man, can he run east and west with his speed? Yep. Now, yeah, now the, the yeah, other, go ahead, Jeff. The other local, obviously, Tajay Spears. I mean, he is—he's elite too. Like, uh, he's going to be a guy that you're going to have a hard time getting to in the draft because I think he's just going to keep climbing. Um, he just always seems to be in the end zone, right? Like, they have like total, total, total distance traveled, right? Is a stat they've been tra- they've been tracking the top five names. It's four wide receivers and then Tajay which it makes sense it's a wide receiver. They're running down the field. Running backs typically won't be going all the way down right. the field, but he is. The other two, Evan Hull and Chase Brown, Northwestern and Illinois, are the, those are the three top running backs, in my opinion, that have been out there this week, and they've all been really, really impressive. Now, Jeff, I've never been to the Senior Bowl, uh, but it just seems like, and uh, you're experiencing it now, so I want some feedback from you. Uh, outside right. the NFL combine, do you think this is the closest thing to like an NFL job fair? I mean, like <laughs> yeah. when you see how people mingle, maybe at a restaurant, a bar, or at the practice, at a hotel. Well, what have you observed from that? Is it like the who's who? Oh, that's so and so. That's so and so. Who you cross paths with? Well, it's funny because you know, you, you, I think you're talking from a player perspective, but when you're talking about a job fair, it almost feels like it's more that way from a coach perspective, particularly right. now that they're kind of amalgamating the staffs from across the NFL. Obviously, Ronald Curry had an interview to, for the Bucks' offensive coordinator vacancy, and that happened in Mobile, right? All of these representatives are there, and so that's where that, inter, that interview took place. Okay. You know, and the Saints have three assistants that are there. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that is a big part of this, is 
you are mingling with other representatives from around the league. And, um, you know, one thing that uh, Jim Nagy is the director of the senior bowl. He made sure to tweet before the event even took place was like, okay, all 125 players <laughs> are going to be meeting with all 32 teams. We don't need to be spam tweeting. Oh, this player met with this team. They're all meeting with everybody. And, you know, I think that's, that is relevant uh, because, you know, we talked to Jeff Ireland today and he mentioned, you know, they're going to be meeting with Tajay Spears in the morning. They're a big fan of his, you know, he, that could be an interview. You know, if you have your fingers crossed then good vibes for that interview to go well, because these are opportunities for teams to really just kind of get under the hood with these players. You can watch all the film in the world. You don't necessarily know how this player learns, how this player is, is progressing, how they understand the concepts that they're running until you get to sit in a room with them, especially with the advantage the Saints have of having four coaches on the field who are able to sit in meetings and install with these players that they haven't been able to. So, yeah, I think it is very much like it, like an NFL job fair, if you will. Now, uh, Jeff, uh, obviously everyone's always intrigued with the quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, you, you could come and do interviews but not actually working out. But who have you been impressed with out there? It's like uh, TCU, for instance, Max Dung. Is he throwing out there uh, Jake Hayner from Fresno State? I'm looking at Louisville's like Malik Cunningham, BYU's J, uh, Jaron Hall. I'm looking at Houston's uh, Clayton Tune. Man, uh, listen, my brother. You, you got to go find Tune. Oh, you, you got to go find Clayton <laughs> Tune, Jeff, because all of a sudden uh, my brother's in the freezing cold uh, but with his daughter, my, my niece. And I go, well, what are y'all doing at, at the Independence Bowl? It's freezing out there. Oh, well, Shannon, uh, we call her newbie. Uh, she was dating or uh, going out with Clayton Tune. So I said, I, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. Uh, Clayton Tune, the Houston quarterback, what he's done. Or even, uh, now think about this. Mike, I don't even know where this is. Jeff, you might not. You might know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shepherd or Shepherd University. Uh, Tyson Bajan or Bajan. Bajan, yeah. Bajan. Tyson Bajan. Well, yeah. Where's that even at? I'm like, I've never <laughs> heard of Shepherd University. I I don't even know uh, what where what state that is, is even in. But all I know, he's at the Senior Bowl. He must. No, 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 he no, must one, be pretty no, good. That, no, one thing I can tell you, it's in West Virginia. Okay. Uh, I think it's in uh, Sheeperstown. Sheeperd, okay. Sheeperstown, West Virginia. It's S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Shepherd, Sheeperd, I don't know. And then Town. Shepherdtown. Shepherdstown, yeah. But, yeah, he's a pretty good Mike? Is he big? No. One thing with Jim Nagy, he studied a lot of tape on him. And really liked him, and he thought he listen. They're not just handing out invitations right. just to hand it out. Exactly, and he put up some pretty good numbers. So he was it, impressive. Is it like Division Two, NAIA, uh, Division Three? I mean, is this like Mount Union or something? Uh, I, I mean, think the enrollment there is less than thirty-two hundred people. Yeah, so it's like a big high school. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty no, no, much. No, so, so, Jeff, what about all the quarterbacks that just named? Has anyone uh, stood out? No, he to wants you? to know about Toon. Tell him about Clayton. No, no, no. If he's worked out, I well, don't know. So what I will say for, for Clayton is he probably has been the most consistent of the quarterbacks out there. Now, yep. what I will tell you is this is not a banner year for quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl. No, it's not. This is the first year in seven years that they haven't had a first-round projected quarterback. Last year, obviously, it was Kenny Pickett. You know, Daniel Jones has been at the Senior Bowl. You know, they'll usually have at least one quarterback. That and you're they like thought they had Will. They thought they had Will Levis to come but in. But right? Will Levis says, I don't have to play no, in it, right? He doesn't have to. Yeah. He's going to be a first-round pick. He's dealing just, with an injury, uh, too. Yeah. Which, but, you know, and it's it, – the thing with quarterbacks, and, and Jeff Ireland kind of talked about this, is 
you'll fall in love with quarterbacks really quickly and you fall out of love with them really quickly, right? Like last year, I think everyone tried to convince themselves that the class at the Senior Bowl was much better than it was because that was the peak of the class. You had Malik Willis, you had Desmond Ritter. But in reality, the quarterback class was kind of weak from top to bottom. This year, you have four or five quarterbacks who are going to go in the top ten, and the guys you have here are the mid-round projects that, you know, a lot of these guys' ceilings is probably backup quarterback, right? Um, maybe Jaron Hall can right. kind of get out of that. but And, and he don't impress me a lot already. either. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, he's, he's so inconsistent throwing the football, yeah, and he's a, and he's not a real big guy. Um, the system there certainly helped him so at So he BYU. might be another poor man, Zach Wilson? Uh, well, I don't know if he – he ain't that gifted talent-wise because yeah. Zach's talent – Zach, the question is not talent. It's between the ears. Does he want to play football? More than anything. Yeah. I think Darren wants to play football. He just doesn't have Zach's talent. Yeah, and, and I will say, you know, there weren't there weren't a lot of moments in these practices where you kind of saw a throw and you're like, oh, man, look at that throw. You know, who was that? Um, and it, it's been, I would say, very average performances from the quarterbacks in general. You know, that could improve throughout the week. It's, a, it's not tech really fair to judge the quarterback's performance in two practices with guys they've never played with before. You know, for example, Max Duggan, some of the best throws he made were to um, his teammate. I'm blanking on his name, Darius. Darius Davis, Uh, yeah. And, like, so, yeah, as the the week goes on, these guys will probably look a little sharper. But, you know, it's just a very low-ceiling class. And But there are are really intriguing prospects at running back, really intriguing prospects at wide receiver, right? A kid from Michigan State. Right. Jaden Reed has really stood out to me. Nathaniel Dell out of Houston has really stood out to me. So, like, while the quarterbacks are always the names you kind of go to first, I think that the meat of this senior bowl is at you know, some of the other skill positions. What about Davis Allen, the tight end from Clemson? Uh, I like him a lot. He's sort of built old school-wise as a tight end, uh, and he's not going to be one of the top six. Is he big, Mike? Well, uh, but yeah, he's got a good, yeah, he's a big guy for the tight end spot, and he would like rank seventh on my list of tight ends. He catches the ball smooth. He's not a, a, a super uh, – great athlete but man he catches everything and and he he's just more than a, a getting away blocker that's all i can tell you yeah so well, the 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 player and i don't like doing player comps but i only do this because it really does seem to fit for me the guy i comp him to is nick vanette which isn't gonna you know make anyone jump out of their seat Ohio but State, yeah. nick vanette has been a very consistent nfl player for a long time and that's kind of what i see with davis He's probably the most pro-ready blocker yes. of this entire tight end class. Like a guy like Luke Musgrave is going to be a lot more exciting. Probably going to go earlier in the draft, but you have to figure out whether he can be an NFL blocker before you can even put him on the mm. field. Otherwise, you end up with Brock Purdy breaking his UC or tearing his UCL because you can't block Hassan Reddick. Right? You, bet, you better so put like, him out wide, Jeff. Yeah, Luke, you, like, you better put him out wide early on. Now, right? like of all yeah. these tight end prospects at the Senior Bowl, I could see Davis Allen getting on the field first. Right, he might not have the upside of some of these other guys, but I think his all-around game is really intriguing. For you know, if you're looking in the mid rounds, you're just trying to find a quality blocking tight end. I think he's that guy. Now, uh, Jeff, you mentioned uh, uh, Jeff Ireland a couple of times, and obviously this is in his wheelhouse. And you look at the Saints, and I'll be interested to see the last I don't know a handful of years, half a dozen years. You can go even uh, a decade or a decade plus uh, since Jeff Ireland's been on board. And the mindset that they have with Mickey Loomis and all. Because I look at last year, 
the Saints used three of their five draft selections on players mm-hmm. who participated in the Senior Bowl. Again, uh, you look Trevor Penning. Now I think I think that was a great find in Alante Taylor. You look at Demarco Jackson uh, from Air Force, ended up being like a practice squad guy. And then they even signed uh, what undrafted free agent uh, from Baylor, Abram Smith, the running back. So the Senior Bowl has been important to the Saints. What you take when you talk to Jeff Farland going forward and their involvement that when they're drafted players, that they, they count on the, the Senior Bowl and that evaluation a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go back even a little bit further, Marcus Davenport was the, the first-round pick, was a, was a Senior Bowl guy. Peyton Turner was a Senior Bowl guy. Adam Troutman was a Senior Bowl guy. There's a lot of them. Uh, and, yeah, so well, I think what Mickey said after the last draft when I asked him is pretty telling, and it's, it's not necessarily a box that they're checking. A, okay, this guy was at the Senior Bowl. We like that. It's more that, like, the more you are exposed to players and the more you understand them right. and you feel like you are comfortable with their progression, how they learn, that sort of thing, you know, you like the player more. You feel more comfortable. That's part of the reason that the 2020 draft was such a dart throw because you didn't get those opportunities. And I think that's when you go back to it and you ask, okay, why do the Saints have four assistants at this senior bowl? Why are they tied for the most with Washington, right? It's because they understand the value of that. We talked to, you know, I talked to Declan Doyle, who is coaching the tight ends. I talked to DJ Williams, who's coaching the quarterbacks. I talked to Ronald Curry. And, and Jeff Ireland and each of them, to a point, was talking about how big of an advantage it is for them to be able to, instead of having you know a 15-minute interview, be able to spend an entire week with position groups and kind of sit down and, and install and see how these players learn. Right. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, when you're drafting, everyone wants to find that kind of diamond in the rough. But you don't win Super Bowls based on those kind of right. lucky finds. You win Super Bowls based on, okay, we know what this guy is and we can project it and we draft him and he's a really good player for a long time. Those are the players that win you Super Bowls and those are the players that help you build a, a, a very high-quality roster top to bottom. And so that's what these, uh, these scouting events are a big value for when it comes to the Saints. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that the Saints have parted ways with co-defensive coordinator, secondary coach Chris Richard. And, and so uh, uh, that's something Tom Pelissero and also Ian Rappaport are so reporting. So they parted away, so where is he going? So uh, Chris uh, might have another job somewhere else. And oh, Mike, was that they, would what, assume, that was would it Carolina t- he interviewed with? Or? Yeah, also I think he talked to Miami. Okay. Uh, and so that that's a situation where apparently they are going to bring in one guy that's going to be the coordinator. But yeah, but like uh, Vic. So Fang- now you got two but wait, position but wait, openings. But why would he go to Miami? Vic Fangio's the D coordinator there, right? I mean, I think well, so. Why? Well, would he- that was before Vic. Uh, well, and, and technically, could be following Sean to Denver. I mean, it could well be. No, no, that's, that's the that's what I was going to say. Well, the bottom line is, you know, when you have a title, Doug Marone had this a long time. Oh, I'm the offensive coordinator, but Sean Payne's calling the damn plays. Yeah, what oh, Doug oh, calling okay. plays? Okay, think about it. Last year, oh, we had co-defensive coordinators. Who was calling the defense? It was Dennis Allen. Yeah. So a lot of times it's the title, man. That if you're a true, if you're a coach and have confidence and you're going forward, you want to be in control. So it doesn't surprise me. Ryan Nielsen's going to Atlanta, and Chris Richard's leaving. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.